podcast with stupid stories, anecdotes, and advice you probably didn't even know you wanted from your dear friends Annabelle and Cara. Woo! Yay! I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited too. This I would awesome. like to know that the the wonderful jingle that you just heard was written by our very own Annabelle. Oh my god, thank, thank you, Kara. <laughs> it makes yeah. me feel very happy every single time I hear it. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it was just layering and layering and layering of all the happy <laughs> instruments I could possibly find, so that was the result. The jazzy trumpet is about three and a half chef's kisses. I enjoy it so much. Oh, thank you. I am glad. I love a good jazzy trumpet. <laughs> you you jazzy trumpet you um, jazzy trumpet you <laughs> yeah um so what are what are we doing why are we doing this podcast uh <laughs> so many so many reasons and no reasons all so at the same time reasons, so many questions um yeah i, I think, think <laughs> i think i think i think well i mean we just want to we've always wanted to start a podcast and this seems like the perfect opportunity because we aren't doing much else right now yes and, and... we're not doing much else right now and you're not doing much else right now it's let's be real beautiful. it's the perfect time for you guys to sit back and listen to a podcast that really isn't about anything at all yeah Exactly. It's very vague. You know, they're always like, come up with a theme, talk about a theme. And I know, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to talk about a theme. I just like talking about life, about anything, about mm-hmm. stupid things, um, things that make me laugh. And um, yeah, yes. the thing, the stuff I want to hear right now is stuff that will make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, and the stuff I want to talk about is stuff that has made me laugh in the future and will make me or has made me laugh in the past. It will make me laugh in the future. So Yes. Um, that's what we're doing. We're trying to talk about stuff that makes us happy to make you guys happy. Yes, and I hope it does make you feel happy too. That would be wonderful. <laughs> we might get a bit introspective. We might we might get a little bit real. But uh, overall, it would be nice if we stayed happy. Agreed. This week it's meant to just be stuff to make you happy, stuff to make you feel good, stuff to make you think, wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you have a, a story ready for us, Annabelle? I do, I do. Um, I scoured the internet for a really nice beginning story. It's so hard to start with something because you're like, well, this set the tone for everything else I do. I know. I also scoured the internet. How interesting would it be if we found the same story? <laughs> you wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise I know. me at all. But as, I mean, you are aware of perhaps a theme of mine, maybe. I mean, mm. we've not told each other our stories at all, so we have no idea what the other is. Want to stay surprised. Exactly. We want it to be genuine. Organic. <laughs> um, organic. Organic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. Um, I will kick off. My story has... When was it? It came out... Oh, not too long ago. It 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 was written uh, on the 28th of April. So, actually, mm. I, for some reason, thought that was gonna, it was going to be, like, years old. But it, it really isn't. Amazing. It's brand new. Oh, my God. Um, so, this story um, I found on, weirdly, ABC News. Um, okay. <laughs> the natural go-to for me, if you can tell, I am not from America. 
That was my American accent. Your, your homepage is just abcnews.com. It is. It is. Okay. All right. I'm going to just start from the main head of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is from, I'm thinking maybe a town, uh, not a city, in Tennessee called Cookville. Uh-huh. A Tennessee family was reunited with their dog nearly two months after she went missing when tornadoes ripped through their home in early March. Oh, no. Bella, who was missing for 54 days, was found on Sunday. Um, So apparently um, when the tornado struck, um, she alerted her owners, who are called Eric and Faith Johnson, super names um hi eric hi eric hi faith thank you for thanks for tuning in to a tornado that ravaged putnam county moments before it flattened the johnson family's home eric says this is amazing (laughs) because to have her back with us it completes our family now and it puts a missing piece back (gasps) Uh, faith johnson told the outlet last month she was recovering from two broken ribs that resulted from holding onto her two children too tightly that's the mum, by the way not the Oh my god! <laughs> ah, um, <laughs> what is happening? Um, so yeah, she was holding onto her kids, and she broke her ribs from it. Um, and the tornado actually also injured her husband Eric. Um, he was he was blown <laughs> off the family <laughs> while oh, they no. were crouching in their bathtub. Oh god! I know this. This is why. Like I always have these moments where I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to live in America, right? You know, mm. moments. Um, yeah. Or I'm like, fleeting, fleeting, fleeting moments. moments. <laughs> or like certain parts. Where I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if we just like moved to the countryside in America and just like, I don't know, lived on a ranch. Um, I mean, as I say, very fleeting moments. Um, I have. <laughs> you have no. I had those. I have those moments about so many countries, Japan being one of them. I went to Japan and then saw the first cockroach and was like, oh, okay, I don't want to be here anymore. That's right. I've heard your cockroachy stories. I mean, hideous. In the wallpaper? Well, I would like to clarify. (laughs) They were not in my wallpaper. My house is very clean. (laughs) But they, yes, cockroaches can flatten their bodies so that they can get in between the wall and the wallpaper. Jeez. Yes, I know. The only cockroach I ever saw in my house was because I've just completely interrupted your story. You no, can no, jumble no. this around. No, jumble this, this around great. into the but um interrupt me. <laughs> okay. The only cockroach I ever saw in my house, I was brushing my teeth getting ready for work, and Japanese baths are typically are shorter but much deeper. Mm-hmm. Which meant that when I was standing at the sink, I couldn't see into the bath. So for some reason it was just force of habit, I would just sort of peek over into the bath every morning. And then one day I peeked over into the bath and there was a cockroach on its back just wiggling its little legs. <laughs> oh, and I spent about five minutes just going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I, I was late for work because of how long it took me to kill and get rid of this cockroach. And then I got to work and of course t- the first person I saw, I was like, I saw a cockroach in my house. And um, they said they have a saying in Japan which translates to, if you see one, there's 100. No, nope. and I had all the full day. I was having like flash war flashbacks to this cockroach, and I did not sleep for like a, a good week. I would sleep after I had like 
passed out in my bed because every noise I heard, I was convinced was a cockroach. Yeah, that's it. Like once you're switched on to that being mm. there, that's really hard to ignore. Oh and I mean, do they, they make, I mean, did they make noises? So, they make like hissy noises? So, am I imagining no, that? Am I, am I, was this a fever dream? No. <laughs> did I dream? There are hissing cockroaches, not in Japan, but there are hissing cockroaches. Okay. Um, cockroaches can, some cockroaches, if you kill them in like a specific, so there's specific ways that you're not supposed to kill a cockroach. Okay. One of them is, one of them is you're not supposed to um, kill it in in any way that would make it die slowly, because if it dies slowly, that's nice. Yeah, they can scream. Oh my god! No. <laughs> and if they scream, it will alert other cockroaches. The second way that you're not meant to kill them, and I'm so sorry, this is meant to be an easy listening, happy podcast. And here, here I go. The second way that you're not meant to kill a cockroach is you're not meant to stand on it or squish it, because. If it's a mother, she carries her eggs or her children underneath her, and if you squish it, it might like, th- it might like <laughs> squirt the eggs, and you may have hundreds of them. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We will stop talking about it. <laughs> I want. I mean, I, I I'm just imagining the sound of it. Like yeah, like, no. like, up, like I, yeah. I had a spray. It was a neurotoxin spray, and I watched this bug die in real time, and oh it was my. it was horrific. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh my goodness. Yes, I've never had to deal. I've had, I, I've had only experienced cockroaches once when I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. and I was in Spain, and they were in the the little place we were staying in, um, and I think, like, I think for me the fun, the thing that freaked me out about them was their, the way they they were so fast. They're so and, fast. Ah, uh, fast, and also on hard surfaces you can hear them running yeah. and you can hear them and oh it, yeah not not a fan you know one of my when i was in japan i was a teacher an english teacher one of my students loved cockroaches okay he said that he would when he was like when he was a child he would play with them he'd like keep them as pets uh, uh. <laughs> um, much to his mother's dismay <laughs> So when I told him about the cockroach in the bath, he was like, oh, how big was it? He was like, excite- super excited for me. And everyone else was like, cursing me in case I had brought one in, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's just like in your hair. Just, oh God, don't. <laughs> one of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends is in Vietnam and she says that for for months she had not seen a cockroach. She'd heard other people talk about them. Um, she had been very lucky. And then one day she opened her window and as she opened her window, one flew in, in and smacked her in the face. Hey. It was like, welcome so to go. Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've not seen a cockroach yet? Allow me to help you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We would, clearly, if we were in, I would like to think personally, if we were in countries where we had experience of these things more often, we would definitely build a healthy tolerance of them. But, yeah, you know. I feel like, yeah, when you grow up around them, it's... Uh, it's very different. Like I'm, I'm fine with the bugs that we, well, mostly fine with the bugs that we have here. Yeah. Um, in Bonnie, Scotland, if people hadn't. Oh my god! Yet. Do you know what? I'm glad you said that because I am <laughs> the worst Scottish person ever. Because I you don't do have a very nondescript. I do. I do. People are like, um, is it, you're from the middle of the Atlantic? It's frustrating because I want to have a more Scottish accent mm-hmm. and I could put one on, but uh, it would also be very uh, boring for me to try and do that all the time but I am Scottish like (laughs) I was born here um I still live here um and yeah my mum's Scottish my dad's 
Scottish. You'd make a very good mom... uh, weather person. <laughs> oh, thanks. I was thinking I could be like Carol Smiley. Yeah. But I have to, even then, she's got more of a, she's a bit more like clipped. And I'm, That's true. I'm a bit more loose. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I from? Uh, Nobody knows. <laughs> I know. Who am I? <laughs> I, I do worry. I do. I mean, I worry, but yeah, I, 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 I am aware of my lack of accent, and uh, yeah, just have to learn to love myself. Even with my accent, I was. People told me I was too posh. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I went to a school that was uh, a high school that was somewhere between like um, people who got in because they were uh, in the catchment area. Fun fact: I was baptized just to make sure that I got into this school. Yeah. Um, because so it was a better I'm, school than the other. Yeah, <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> it was meant to be the best school in the area that I grew up. So I was specifically baptized so that that school couldn't say no to me. Nice. Um, and that meant that we had like people who were in the catchment area, and then people who like specifically were gunning for that school, like sons and daughters of doctors and lawyers and things. So it depended on like who I was speaking to. But I remember distinctly someone in my year telling me, um, "What was it?" He said something like. I bet you go to bed with your socks on. And I, to this day, don't know what that means. Like, does he literally just mean I went to sleep with my socks on? Because that's hurtful, because I would never do that. Or is that, like, what does it mean? I was baffled. To this day, I'm baffled. If only I could... Andrew, if you're out there, reach out. (laughs) What did you mean? Honestly, (laughs) what did you mean? I have no clue. are you okay? Yeah. Do you have something against socks? I'm not sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, how weird. I know. Yeah, that's a bizarre thing to say. <laughs> I think I blocked out so much of my my childhood. This is turning into me talking. I mean, like, I don't care. <laughs> Therapy sessions. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> There's plenty of that to come. Shall uh, <laughs> Shall we? Um. Shall I tell shall... you my story? Oh yeah. Um, my story is also about finding something. Um, but it was a much wider gap between the thing being lost and the thing being found. Okay. So. My story is about a woman called uh, Lena Paulson. Lena Paulson. Um, and in 1995, she was baking, or she was about to start baking. So she took her wedding ring off, um, so she never you know, got it all mucky, and she popped it aside. And after she was finished baking, she could not find this wedding ring. Um, and they looked for the wedding ring for like weeks and weeks and weeks, um, everywhere they could, and it was just gone. And after you know, however much time they had decided just to give up and that they were never going to see this wedding ring again until 2012 so 17 years later they were harvesting carrots from the garden um, and she was pulling the carrots out and she pulled one carrot out and her ring was wrapped around the carrot the carrot had grown through the ring what so apparently this year was the first time that they had um uh, planted the carrots just by throwing the seeds at random rather than putting them in lines so what happened was or what must have happened was someone must have when they threw a seed managed to throw the seed directly into the middle of this ring that had been lost just in the garden somewhere and the carrot grew <laughs> inside of the ring that's insane like, how crazy is that like what are the what are the chances are of the that chances? happening? Oh my goodness, that's amazing! And at first I, I was like, "Oh, that's a really old carrot. Why is it seventeen years old?" <laughs> oh, my god. oh god, it's really warm in this cupboard. I think I'm getting delirious. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's 
that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, I love stories like that. I love weird stories which are like how can that be a coincidence like super yeah i literally my my google search history just now is things like um weirdest crazy stories (laughs) fascinating funny stories luckiest man slash luckiest woman on earth stories (laughs) (laughs) just real real horseshit (laughs) oh yes that's cool i think i feel like it's ringing a bell now like I, i feel like i've seen an image of it did they take a picture you probably there's I saw images of like her, like with the ring, like I found the ring or whatever. Um, I think it was like when it first happened. I think it was like quite a big story, but I hadn't heard of it. I actually found this story whilst researching a different story, but I didn't want that one to be my one story. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's a story about the luckiest slash unluckiest man in the world. Have you heard of this before? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. It's quite I vague. Yeah, I've forgotten his name because I haven't written it down. I may end up like retelling the story in a later one, so just you can just cut this bit if you want. But basically, it's a story about a guy who almost who cheated death seven times, and then and then won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna save the details for the story for like when I've properly researched it. So um, <laughs> cut this cut this bit out, and I'll I'll bring him up another time because it really is okay. an incredible story. Um, but I've not got all the details in front of me, so I don't want to ruin it. Fair enough. No, we'll come back to it. We'll put a pin in it. Yeah, back to the carrot woman. I, it made me when I read that story. I just read the whole thing with just like such a smile on my face. It made me so happy. Oh, that's so nice. And when where was this? Somewhere in the UK? Sorry, I missed where you said. No, this was in Sweden. Ah, Sweden. Yeah, I really dug deep trying to find (laughs) trying to find uplifting stories for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good happens here. (laughs) Yeah, Britain is rubbish. Off to Sweden. (laughs) Actually, weirdly, I did. um, I was going to talk about um, my one of my own personal stories, which Mm -hmm. is from the UK. So should I? Should I? Should I talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know it, but I think it's such an amazing story Mm -hmm. that I just have to say it. Yeah, tell me. What's the word for prosperity? I have no idea. Spar- <laughs> <laughs> English is hard. English um, is hard. English is hard. Uh, so this is a wonderful story, and it only happened to me about three months ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like about a month before lockdown. So yeah, let's say three months ago, um, and it involves my granny. Yay. Yay! Um, so I won't give too much information about my granny at mm-hmm. the moment because it'll come through hopefully in the story. But basically, my my gran, what I will say is, um, she was born. She didn't. She's no longer with us. Um, she died when I was twelve, and this was in. I you know, now know how old I am. Um, but she died in nineteen ninety seven, and um, mm-hmm. She was born in 1913, which I think is insane. Wow. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, that's... Right, okay, when I was, you know, an angsty 12-year-old, um, I was obsessed with Titanic. And um, <laughs> I obviously, like a lot of young women, um, had a, a humongo <laughs> crush on Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, a big so much old so crush on I, Jack. Like, oh, yeah, to be fair, it was Jack. It wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio, because I have no <laughs> idea what he's like like he seems a bit weird if you ask me jack was like for me like this total heartthrob and i used to like plaster pictures of like 
all from like Leonardo DiCaprio of like all his films, he's to post pictures all over. Here's my the room. thing about Jack. Hmm. I, even as even as a queer woman, um, it's the fl- it, I can tell you it is the floppy hair. It's the floppy hair. Yes, see, it's the. <laughs> Pinnacle 90s floppy, middle part floppy boy band here. I know. Um, which I think it looks like it's coming back. Um, and it's it's that it's that exact 90s flop that caused everybody to fall in love with him in that movie. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. I think because when my, my crush on Leonardo DiCaprio did begin from Romeo and Juliet. And it's like that oh, yeah, iconic like floppy hair scene where he's got a cigarette yes. and he's there oh. just writing in his journal and he's just like <laughs> oh my god. So, I, they did, I did love this girl but now I love this girl. Oh, it was. I angst. I angst. It was such an awakening. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, I was the only person out of my friends, of course. So again, once again, very, 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 very gay. Um, so everyone's awakening who who I talk to and, and say, oh, their their like awakening movie was Romeo and Juliet, or it was um, it was Labyrinth, or it was David Bowie, and all that sort of thing. Mine was a film called But I'm a Cheerleader. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no. Why have oh I my not God. heard of this? I love cheerleading because, movies <laughs> because it's like. A really, really not great lesbian film. Um, it has. Is it the one with Natasha Leone in it? Yes, oh my it has God. Natasha, Natasha Leone in it. It has RuPaul in it, um, in his in his younger years, uh, and I'm sure a lot of other wonderful people. The the sort of main baddie in it is another really great actress. I can't remember her name, um, which is going to annoy me. But yeah, it's a it's a film about a girl who thinks that because she's a cheerleader, she can't be gay. She must be straight because she's a cheerleader, and she goes to like uh like straight boot camp essentially uh, where she meets what we would call Graham what the Americans called Graham who is just Graham (laughs) um, who has been in loads of things as well she's another really um, good actress I don't know any actresses names anyway um, and she also had the like pushed back greasy floppy Mm -hmm. boy band hair Mm -hmm. Uh, and I remember everybody just thinking well Everybody, the three other lesbians I knew during this time period of my life, thought she was an absolute heartthrob. I was all about Natasha. Yeah. Couldn't take my eyes off her. I thought she was wonderful. Oh, it's got Dante Bosco in it. Rufio from Hook. Ah, oh, that's the name. I was like, Dante. Yeah. Why do I know Dan? Ah, uh, what a gem. Yeah, Rufio from Hook. He was and also uh, Zuko and Airbender. Yeah, Zuko in, in Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, just a, a wonderfully 90s film. And um, absolutely everybody was obsessed with Cleo Duvall, who played this character. Um, <laughs> and people were obsessed with her, I believe, for the exact same reason that everyone was obsessed with Romeo um, and Jack from Titanic. And it's because of the 90s floppy hair. Yeah. That dirtiness as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was just like slightly like bits. It, it, it wasn't just like floppy, like shiny. It just was like tussled and grainy yeah like <laughs> sea salt it was sea salt oh, that was a thing for a while spray some salt in your hair um, just spray it and chunk it around. oh it was bad 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 for your hair oh my god um anyway sorry yeah no that's i love it anyway where did we, yeah this was the tangent um Titanic because my my grandma's born in 1913 a year oh. after Titanic sank that's which crazy. i think is oh, mental that is um, <laughs> so okay so let's, let's try and set the scene a little bit it's gonna be a bit random yeah that's um, okay uh, so yeah my 
Okay. I woke up from a dream. Uh-huh. Um, this was a week before the event that happened. And um, I essentially had a really vivid dream. And I knew I was dreaming, but, you know, it was a very, like, one of those ones you just remember when you wake up and you just have to tell someone. And um, one of the people I work with, um, so I work part-time for a charity, um, as well as all the creative stuff I do on the side. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one of the people I work with um, was in my dream, and she runs basically a amazing um, therapeutic center for women. Oh, uh, she's the manager of it. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and it's sort of it's basically like a safe space for women who have dealt with you know perhaps addiction in the past, mm. um, domestic abuse, anything which is you know really just thrown their life completely apart. And it's a place for them to um, just be, have fun, learn new skills, meet other people, just be in a really loving environment. Um, So anyway, uh, I had this dream that she was there in my old childhood home, um, which was uh, up north in Scotland. And I lived at the time with my granny um, in my childhood home, or, or should I say she lived... It was like a kind of divided up Victorian house. So it was like the neighbours lived on the top floor. My granny had the kind of main sort of ground floor. And then me and my mom, my brother and sister lived in the basement. Oh, <laughs> it, sounds, yeah. it sounds really bad, but it, it was actually a lot of fun. Oh, um, <laughs> very interesting. I'm just going to... Yeah. So anyway, um, in this dream she's sort of like the person I'm working with is being a bit kind of moody and mean and I'm like why is she being mean she's she's in my childhood home and she's trying to renovate my childhood home and she's like can I get rid of this this is a mess and my childhood home in the dream was like an absolute tip like it Mm -hmm. was just like it was like there was just vines growing through it that kind of feeling um yeah and it was bizarre anyway so I woke up and I was like that's a weird dream but you know, whatever. Um, a week later, I am at this therapeutic centre because we're doing a photo shoot for it, um, trying to get some nice like images for like brochures and stuff. And um, she's there. And I'm just sort of like, you know, this is before the, the place is officially opened. It's only recently opened. And I'm just flicking through some like random paintings mm-hmm. on the ground. Um, they were still hanging things up. And... Um, I just, I had no reason to look through paintings. Like, I'm not usually that nosy, but I was like, oh, I've got nothing to do. It's nice. So I, I, I started flicking through the paintings, and one of them caught my eye. And I was like, God, that that style is, like, really recognisable to me. Um, mm. But that's mental. It cannot be. And this and was anyway, out of the dream now? This is out of the dream. So this mm-hmm. is in real life. And... Um, I pick up this painting and sure enough, I look at the signature at the bottom of it and it is a painting that my gran painted. Um, That is incredible. There in this random house, the first time I'd ever visited it. Like, what are the chances I'm in that house? And um, what's kind of beautiful is on the back of the painting is my old childhood address. Wow. Yeah, it's just there. So it's like my grand's there, her painting was there. They, they, They got it from a house clearance. Like we know this painting was sold in the late 70s. Um, mm-hmm. 
um, and we have no records of actually who bought it. So we're thinking maybe the person might have passed away and it ended up in a yeah. house clearance. Um, but it was just the, one of those moments you're like, how is this real? And how is this like just a coincidence? Um, That's amazing. Yeah, and it was just like, I don't know, like I'm not like re- religious, um, mm-hmm. but I'm... I, I've had many a weird moment where I'm like, this is more than just coincidence. Mm. Um, and that's one of them. And I think it's lovely. I, I You know, either either I'm just like, you know, my grand's sort of like looking out for me or she's still around or whatever. Um, or it's just like, she's like, take the painting, put it back in the... <laughs> maybe she totally regretted selling her paintings. I maybe. don't know. Yeah, so it, it's hanging up now. They they were very, very sweet, um, the people at the centre, and they, they obviously gave the painting to me. They were like, well, we can't just keep it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that definitely. would be awkward. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's now hanging up in my flat, and oh, it's just lovely, and it's yeah. just like... A really weird and it just gives I kind of draw on it like sounds really like hippie-ish but like I do draw on it when it, like I need a bit of kind of hope and I'm like yeah like like that that's just a really nice story and I'll never forget it and I you know my granny died as I say when I was 12 and mm-hmm. I only knew her as a child I, I never knew what my gran would have been like if I had chatted to her as an adult yeah so it's like a funny experience you know and maybe it's I look through the whole, you know, you do see your childhood a bit rosy. But yeah. I would love to have had a conversation with her as an adult and learned more about her because her life seems so interesting. And, you know, as yeah. you can gather, e- she's... Even just hearing the small snippet of the fact that she made and sold paintings, yeah. you know, is really interesting. But I suppose that's something that you share, even if, like, you never got to have an adult conversation with her. Like, yeah. she was creative in her adult life and you've been creative in your adult life so that's kind of you know that's still a connection that you have and I know it's super cool that you got one of the paintings that's such an awesome story I know yeah my when I I texted my mum you know and I was like this has happened (laughs) my mum my mum just her first text was just like good grief like it's like (laughs) great choice of words uh thanks good grief good grief like no one says that anymore (laughs) (laughs) what emotion does this portray mum I can't tell I'm like call me don't text me back Um, (laughs) so yeah yeah, it was it was just lovely. So that's my kind of yes, feel good, weird story. I love weird. I've got so many weird, spooky, ghosty stories, and I just had to say this one um, to get spooky, ghosty stories. I uh, I love them. I don't I don't have any ghosty stories. Although um, myself and Annabelle used to both work at a place called Mary King's Close, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> which was. Basically, a social historical tour around the forgotten streets of Edinburgh. Um, however, <laughs> a lot of people go to that place specifically because they think it is haunted. Yes. Um, so I do have some stories from there, but I'm not sure if we're legally allowed to tell them. I think I am now that I no longer am employed. <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, surely at the end of the day, this is just extra publicity for them anyway. That's very true. I'll not tell that one... they need it, Cara. Yeah, not, not that they need it. That's true. I would love to hear your story because, like, I've got a few from there as well. And which I'll tell you the story. Yeah, I'll tell you the story just now. We might end up 
maybe we'll save it for actually shall we save it for like a spooky episode instead yeah okay let's yeah. do it let's we'll do save it. it we'll save it for now um <laughs> do you have in this weird time of isolation and quarantine and whatnot do you have anything that's been getting you through anything that's been like a nice little something that you've like started doing yeah um i've been actually watching a lot of what you'd call slow tv I don't know if you've uh-huh. ever really heard about it or know what it is. I have never heard of it. <laughs> nope, no idea. So, slow TV, everyone. If, you, if you've if you never come across it, um, it's essentially hour-long real-time videos of uh-huh. people, someone just walking through certain cities all around the world. Oh. Yeah, so it sounds dull as fuck but (laughs) (laughs) i promise it's actually it's it's awesome they they film them for what do you call it 4k Uh uh-huh yeah really like intense amazing kind of crispness where you feel you're Mm -hmm. you're actually there um but it's just someone with a really nice camera from their point of view you're just walking through really famous cities. You're just taking in the ambience, um, the people chattering. Like there's nothing specific it zones in on. You're just walking through a street, but it's so cool because not only can you go anywhere. Um, there's mm-hmm. so many, by the way. There's so many um, ones from Tokyo. So if you ever want to revisit some Tokyo, then yeah, there's loads. Like there's you know I I never got to Tokyo. Really? Because, yeah, because I was down uh, next to Kobe, which is closer to Osaka on the other side of the island. Um, and there's very specific weeks that you can take holiday in Japan, or there, there was in my company anyway. Um, and they were, they're the weeks that, like, all of the school children get time off and all of the, like, places shut and things like that. So the places like Tokyo become rammed. Uh, and I just never managed to get up there, so... Um, I'd love to visit Tokyo via the TV Now you screen. can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can. And um, I, it's just like a nice, nice experience. And it really shows you, like, for me, it really showed how much I miss people, which I thought mm. I would never say because <laughs> I, quite frankly, am very happy just staying indoors. Um, yeah. but... the, this podcast originally was going to be about being introverted <laughs> and awkward. <laughs> Welcome to Introverted and Awkward. That is yeah. that is that is my like autobiography for sure. Um, <laughs> I am, as we said, I am literally in a cupboard right now. Yeah, it, it's bizarre how much I miss just the ambience, the feeling of mm. other people being around, like not having to talk to anyone. Um, <laughs> gross, <laughs> gross. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just that feeling of being in that place and um yeah it's just so leisurely the slow tv i I think if you Mm. just type in youtube it's all on youtube so it's all free Mm -hmm. so if you just type in slow tv you can maybe add in like a country if you want to try that and see what they've got but Mm. um yeah i've never visited japan so i I had zero expectations but it was just lovely walking through walking through tokyo um, (laughs) and hearing people chatter and you can feel the you can feel the energy coming off the streets and like the shops and there's some like in dusk there's some in rainstorms it's lovely i honestly everyone try one out and um switch off and just listen to it watch it um don't think of anything just take your mind off stuff and um yeah i think i think you'll feel better (laughs) that sounds so nice especially because i'm much the same i never thought something that i never thought i would say and 
I don't like it even now coming out my my mouth, but here we are. I miss my work. I miss right. going to work. Yeah, I know. I um, I miss my work simply because I work with quite a small team. Mm -hmm. There's like ten of us all up, or you know, and we're all we're all either friends or very close, you know, colleagues, I guess. But um, I just miss the banter, and like one of my like. One of my quarantine fantasies is literally just thinking about um, first day back at work, everyone's in the building and we all just have a big hug. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. I know. I just, I really miss like cuddles, which is so strange because obviously I live with my partner and I get plenty of cuddles. Um, I'm not malnourished in the cuddle department, but it's like getting a hug from your friend feels yeah. so different. Um, and I really miss it. I'm such a cuddly person. And just the the idea of just like sort of going into the building and being like, hey, open arms. Yeah. Um, and that and just energy. sort of grabbing everyone. Oh, yeah. And I know because me and Cara used to work also in this place that you were referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've worked together on in so many places. <laughs> yeah, um, in multiple places. So I totally get like that the banter. I, I miss that too. I want to hug people so much. Um, I know. Yeah, it's it's so true yeah I do miss cuddles cuddles are mm. definitely going to be one of the although I say that I say like cuddles will be one of the first things I do when I get outside I'll just run up to the closest person but I think people are going to be like nervous of cuddles for a, a yes, while yes I agree you know or we won't know how to like interact we'll we'll just be like I don't know like I'm awkward at the best of times saying hi to people <laughs> like now I'm just gonna be like, I don't know, I know. I'll, I'll wave at them maybe I, I don't I feel know like <laughs> I feel like handshakes are going to be a thing of the past at this point. Probably. Because it's going to be kick so ingrained in us not to do it. Yeah, just kick each other. Yeah, just kick each other. That's how you can tell someone that you like them. Yeah. Celebrating a business transaction? Kick, kick. someone. Yeah. Meet your parents? Kick. Yeah. It's like, your poor granny. Your poor 87-year-old granny. Kick. No, don't oh, do just that. Just a little kick. A little just kick. a little yeah. nudge. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, stay safe kick your loved ones yeah we can write that we'll make a poster <laughs> I'll make another poster oh yeah I should say that is a really good point um, if you have seen our, our, our beautiful artwork that was all Akara she has created this artwork and it is amazing thank you so and much and considering you said that you were like oh I I've not done this at all and I'm just like trying it out it's so just good. starting yeah um if anyone is curious if anyone cares about you know that kind of thing the programs i used were uh, clip studio pro uh and um illustrator those were the two programs i used if anyone's interested um not sponsored not affiliated <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i really enjoyed doing it yeah sponsor please give me money i'm open to it um, but yeah, I have really had a really good time doing it. Um, I'm open for a commission if anybody wants. But uh, yeah, so the art was done by me and the theme song was done by Annabelle. Um, and we're both sitting in cupboards yeah. in different cities and it's wonderful. It is. Do you, do you have any recommendations? Did we just gloss over yours? Or is I your recommendation did. hugs? Uh, I recommend... No, no, no. no. <laughs> I... I side with the government. Currently, no hugs. No, I do have a recommendation for the week, and it was something that I've been trying to get better at, and it was learn to cook something new. Ooh. Because I feel like, you know, I've been doing quite a lot of crafts recently. I knitted my very first hat, which I was very proud of. Uh, thank you very much. Um, but, like, you know, there's a lot of things that I could say, do this or do that, but maybe people don't have in their homes. We all have a kitchen. 
and we all I I'm willing to bet we all have that like intimidating food that you bought one day when you were feeling more confident and it's lived in your cupboard ever since because you're too scared to cook with it. And it's you know I mean? raging at you. Yeah, it every time you open the cupboard. It's good to yeah, have a knife. Every, every time you open the cupboard, it's just back there radiating this energy, holding a knife, saying, cook with me. And every time you're like, no, no, I'm just going to make chicken nuggets. Well, <laughs> it's time. It's time to learn how to cook with that thing. Recently, I made bread Ooh. for the first time. Yeah, I made my first loaf of bread. And actually, it went really well I, everybody told me to expect a disaster Every, apparently the first time you make bread is always heinous like you know the first you know the first pancake that you make in a batch you just mm. throw away because there's no point apparently it's the same with a loaf of bread but the bread came out really nicely i was so proud of myself um actually a little shout out to james if he's listening um i followed along with james's youtube tutorial um james parnell and um, yeah. so that is the reason that my bread came out well so thank you so much james thanks james um, however i believe karma Karma caught up with me pretty quickly because the second time I went to make bread, um, I had preheat. I was preheating the oven. I had the bread waiting to go in the oven, and the oven literally exploded. Oh my god! <laughs> like the inside of the oven door was made of is made of glass, um, an insulating layer of glass, and it just exploded. What? The entire thing shattered. I don't know. The entire thing shattered. Glass like flew out from like the join of where the, the oven door and the ovens meet. So there was glass all over the floor. I had to grab Broccoli, who does not like being picked up. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I had to pick him up, throw him into the bedroom where Hannah was having a work meeting. Uh, awesome. And I had to be like, hey, babe, can you come off the meeting? Um, Your oven's exploded. <laughs> there was glass all over the floor. We had to get um, a new oven brought in and installed, which was such a faff because no one's allowed to come into the house. So <laughs> it was, yeah. But we have a new oven. At some point, I will get back to it and I'll make more bread. And, you know, hopefully this oven will not have a vendetta against me for my first perfect loaf. That's bizarre. I know. And they didn't tell you what it was. They were just like, the, they just do it sometimes. Genuinely, the guy literally showed up and he was like, "Oh yeah, like this model sometimes just does that." Oh, okay. And I was like, Thanks. How can you say that an oven just sometimes explodes? <laughs> God, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, like what if broccoli had been right there at the oven? I know he usually is. His favorite place is somewhere in the kitchen screaming. So, you know, <laughs> but thankfully at that moment in time, he was feeling really cuddly. So he was up with me on the couch. Um, so yeah, everyone was fine. Everyone was safe. But yeah, um, wow. try not to take that as a reason not to do the thing that I have <laughs> told you to do this week. And yeah, try and cook something new. Um, we made sauerkraut recently. Um, yeah, well, we, we've made a spicy sauerkraut. So we're calling it firekraut. Um, oh, that's brilliant! Yeah, pretty foyer. You should say foyer. Oh, sorry, oh, Mrs. Mrs. Germany over here. Well, not really. <laughs> I mean, oh, come on, almost fluent over here, whoever. Yes, <laughs> that's right. They call me almost fluent Annabelle. <laughs> it rolls right off the tongue. I'm I, I'm known throughout <laughs> Germany. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah. learn to cook something new because you've got all the time in the world to do it. You could literally spend all day on the recipe if you wanted to. Um, and you, then you get to eat something at the end of it, which is always which, a good thing. And in actual absolutely. fact, these you could cook something new whilst taking a tour of Tokyo with Annabelle's suggestion. That's a great idea. You could find some sort of inspired, like themed, I don't know, street food dish or something. Oh wow, yeah. From, like, 
Japan and oh my goodness that would be so good that would be wonderful yeah you've inspired me I want to like I want to make something I've been terrible I've just been eating like just rubbish and um, my body's really really hating me right now yes, because of it same <laughs> me and uh, Hannah we recently realized that it's really easy to make um sausage rolls from home to make your own sausage rolls <laughs> and I I want to say that we <laughs> we discovered this maybe two weeks ago and we've had them for four dinners at this point <laughs> <laughs> so it's just every time we can't think of something we're like is there any puff pastry left sausage rolls hell yeah <laughs> i mean but we I all miss trying. the gregs to be fair we yeah we are we've decided that one of our next ventures is going to be to look up a steak bake recipe uh, online to see if we can replicate the gravy and see if we can make our own steak bakes from home that sounds so good i know uh, i'm very excited i'm very excited yeah ways to cope Eating is mm -hmm. definitely one of those. <laughs> Eating is definitely one of them. I would like to say this to every single person listening. If you're scared that you're going to come out of quarantine slightly heavier than you were when you went in, we all are. Do yes. not worry about it. Hell every single yes. one of us are. It's so like, true. And and you, to be honest as well, you not just like the food, I generally believe we all think we're getting bigger than we are. I saw a really good, like I guess, quote the other day, which just kind of summed up this whole thing. And it was, um, sometimes it's okay to just survive. Um, yeah. I see so many people feel like they need to be creative and they need to be doing something. And everyone's like, I've finally got time and I'm just sitting doing nothing. That is okay. Yes. Just sit and do nothing. Um, and it's okay to not know how to handle it for a little while. Be easy on yourselves. Yeah. And make bread. Make bread. <laughs> make I mean, bread. Everybody loves bread. Maybe the people during the Black Death felt similar. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they just <laughs> made knows? bread. Shasta. Maybe what they, Maybe we should. Add, yeah. Annabelle, you've got you've got loads of ghost stories. Why don't ah, you ask? Them? Yeah. <laughs> and the next episode is going to be seances. Yeah. Annabelle communes with the, the plague victims. Oh God. Oh, I don't know God. if we can keep this. Yeah. I don't know if we can keep this. <laughs> I'm getting so warm. Um, <laughs> yes. No. I I 100% agree. I think we need to just keep being kind and it's so easy just to say like I'm not gonna lie I've I have felt up and down and up and down oh, and God, like yeah. wobbly as hell yeah. and like I burst into tears at the weirdest things uh, yeah it's frustrating but also I have to keep remembering it's normal and everyone's yeah, feeling this I cry all the time <laughs> Yay. I cry all the time for things that just norm like I would normally not cry for at all the other day I was sitting on the couch we were not doing anything that like there was the tv on I wasn't really paying attention to it we were having a normal conversation and then I said out loud oh I think I'm gonna cry and then I just cried yes. <laughs> like it's totally fine there's just you know there's a lot of emotions going around there's a lot of weird things happening mm -hmm. the world's kind of falling apart a little bit sometimes just watch watch videos of dogs being reunited with their owners and just cry just do yeah it. absolutely oh yay i'm glad this is good yeah Beyond, we're being real <laughs> yeah keeping it real we're keeping it real shall we shall we wrap shall we? this up yeah it's been fun. I'm boiling. I'm dying in here. I might have to find a, a alternative solution. Um, obviously, one day we will hopefully be able to actually sit in the same room together. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Um, Just before all this stuff started, I um, bought a house um, or a flat. I bought a flat, um, and I 
I signed every single paper, I sent my deposit, and then two days before I was meant to get the keys, we went into lockdown. <laughs> Super. It was just absolutely brutal, but it's totally fine. Um, what this means is when I move into the flat, um, we will have a whole spare room to get together two meters apart, even if, if we still have to, and you will no longer have to bundle yourself up into a tiny cupboard. And I'll no longer have to bundle myself up into a slightly bigger cupboard. So that'll be great. Did I, tell, <laughs> did I ever tell you, I, um, I, um, when I was, again, sounds like I had a terrible childhood, but when I was a child, um, I, for a while, slept in a cupboard. <laughs> no, you, did no, I ever you never tell told me that? No. Uh, yeah, in this basement, I slept in this cupboard. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, to make matters worse for the story, we genuinely nicknamed this cupboard the spider cupboard. Oh, Lord. I know. You've, you've got me, like, wanting to look around. Any mention of, like, the spider something, <laughs> and I'm in that something, I'm like, oh, God, where are they? Yes. <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to be there. I had the choice to l- sleep upstairs where my granny was in a in a completely normal, nice room. <laughs> but after my grand passed, I freaked myself out. I have a mm. very active imagination, as you mm. might be able to tell. And um, yes, I decided that I would rather sleep in the spider cupboard. <laughs> Then have to deal with the possibility of my grand's ghost coming to haunt me. So, oh God! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and um, on that note, and on that note, um, yes, love we you, are going to wrap up. Yeah, we're going to wrap up for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Yep. Um, we're going to do. We're going to try and do this weekly. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how it goes. Again, in the spirit of being kind to ourselves and not pushing things too far, we may be a bit late. We may be a bit early. It's kind of on our own schedule. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we're going to um, feel feel this. Yeah. Do you have anywhere that people can find you? Annabelle? Yeah. Um. So I um. Maybe one day we'll set up an actual account for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. But for now, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Um. Annabelle Logan. Um. Twitter. Um. It's at Burnt Out Bulbs. And Instagram. I am at Annabelle. This is gonna be fun. At Annabelle dot l dot. Oh dot G Oh Jesus dot N Easy easy That's me that's me. How about you? I uh I only have one dot in mine and you can only find me on Instagram because I don't understand Twitter and I refuse to learn. So you can find me you can find me at Cara.mckinley M L E Y uh, on Instagram and that's pretty much it but feel free to find us if you want to find us we're hoping that uh, in future episodes we'll open the open the floor a little bit to stories from other people that we can bring in mm-hmm. uh, instead of scouring the internet for our stories so um, <laughs> feel free to follow either one of us uh, tell one of us the story and the other one can be surprised by it in the episode that's perfect and obviously um, do that usual thing if you like what you're listening please like us rate yeah. if you if you have that uh, option um subscribe Capacity. like rate subscribe yeah. like rate subscribe all that jazz um <laughs> all that stuff Re- reviews i don't know how i don't know how these things work review us give Re- us 10 stars <laughs> yeah give us 50 stars <laughs> we deserve them i mean, i deserve all the stars uh anyway i want them I think I'm getting delirious. I might pass out soon in this cupboard. So. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> we'll say we'll say bye um, from for from now for now. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good breakfast. Have a good breakfast. <laughs> bye. We love you. Bye. bye.